Welcome to episode five of the show. Today, we'll be talking about the previous NFL slate as always. Nick Fleming has some comments about the upcoming Maction. He's excited to talk about that. We have some postseason baseball, the World Series coming up. And uh, as always, we'll just kind of see where the show goes after the sports segment. But Brady, your song? Okay, wow. Good good song for episode five. That was Brady, you wanna tell us what that was? It is called Remember by Becky Hill and David Guetta. Oh, I haven't heard that name in a long time, David Guetta. Good song. I hear it on TikTok very frequently. It's a good song. Just wanna go song. ahead and go ahead and make a quick note that we're we're joined in studio today by special guest, Ryan Sweaty. Amen. Ryan, say what's up to everybody over there. What's up, podcast? Alright, you can you can briefly hear him. <laughs> He's grinding out some schoolwork here before he Goes about his evening activities. Who knows what they are tonight, but try to keep you updated on that. But let's talk about, uh, let's talk about the previous week in the NFL. I, for one, am upset that the Ravens barely beat the Browns. The Ravens are starting to scare me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Spent a lot, of, a lot of turmoil this season already, and we're only, what, seven, seven games in for them? Eight games in? Week eight, seven games. Yeah, seven games in for them. Week eight, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've only been losing, like, trailing for, like, what well, I saw, like, like, 14 two, seconds or something. It was, like, two weeks ago they've only trailed in the game, in every game, by, like, a total of, like, two, three minutes. Yeah. And they they lost, what? Three games. Were they four and three? Yep. It's pretty, I mean, that's... They just need to figure out when to trail in the game and not let it be the end of the game, really. They can spend those those fourteen seconds elsewhere in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, spend them in the first quarter, get them out of the way. But it's 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 hard for me to watch because my my butthole puckers when I see them as the game goes on, just knowing that all it takes is really fifteen seconds to beat the Ravens. That's all it takes. Doesn't all take takes. the whole game. But that, that's kind of my input. They just let the they let they let the other team just linger. They, they don't do. put the game away. They do. That is that's the truth. That is. A lot of upsets this week as well. You know, I was happy. Also, my, my second favorite team, the Oakland Raiders. Happy to see them. Grab Las a win. Just Raiders. really, yeah, sorry. Did see you say Oakland? Old, yeah, old fan. Old fan. The Las Vegas Raiders really assert themselves over the, over the Texans. Eric Beal was happy about that. It's nice to see him play some, some good quality football. But, Flem, I know it was a rough week for you. Do you want to open up about that? Uh, you know, Steelers lose again just been the uh the start the how the how the season started two and five probably one of the worst starts they've ever had since you know i've been alive so uh it's just just not not easy for me right now just never really experienced losing in the nfl as a fan like this yeah in my my lifetime so question do you think kenny pickett is going to be the the future no you, I agree. Do you I don't think, think Mike Tomlin's going to get fired? No, no, no shot. They fire Matt Canada before Mike Tomlin goes. <laughs> and the thing I disagree with the most is Tomlin had his uh, weekly press conference early this afternoon, and he said that the offense is not the problem. Is not a problem to him when 
they have scored nine offensive touchdowns in seven games this season, which is not a very good number. It's around 1.15 a game. Something like that. Something like that's good. And I blame the loss on Sunday night on the secondary. They dropped four interceptions. They did. Four possible interceptions on Tua. And I blame Kenny Pickett as well. I would say those four potential interceptions, too, were right in the breadbasket, as one could say. Yeah. At least at least three of them. I blame, right to the hands. I blame Kenny Pickett because the way he managed some of those drives in the second half. When he threw the late pick, he could have scrambled to get a first down and got out of bounds. Maybe had a couple shots in the end zone. I mean, obviously not guaranteeing a touchdown or anything, but... I understand he's a rookie quarterback. He's learning, but also, you, you got to be able to make better reads than that. That's just the way I yeah. feel about it, and it's just right now. It's just really tough to me to tough for me to watch them play because they just are so unprepared and unorganized in many facets of the game. So same with well, another another play. What was it? Third and sixteen, I believe. But the drive before they threw the pick to end the game, it was third and sixteen, and he tried to throw it for the first down. Yep. And he threw another. He threw a pick there too, as well. When you could have just when he could have got maybe seven to eight yards, and then on fourth and eight, fourth and seven, you could have got another eight yards. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just I just feel like some of his game management right now is lacking, but it also could be cut, could be from that he's an NFL rookie, so it might be some growing pains. But. Yeah. We'll see. I, I personally don't think he's the future of the Steelers as, as the franchise quarterback, but we, we'll we'll see how it shakes out. It just it's just going to be a rough year for me for 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 the Steelers. They're going to likely pick in the top ten in the draft <laughs> and finish last in the AFC North. At least time. you'll get a good a good pick. Yeah, this they, draft they, this year is pretty loaded. Pretty, pretty good. Maybe another quarterback. Maybe mm. you guys. If I, he's I, not the future, you might I as would, well get, get I the would, future away now. I would hope they would go. Address the offensive line offensive. because the offensive line is very very weak in Pittsburgh right now. And you got you got to, for Najee Harris. You, I mean, it, he looks like how Saquon Barkley looked in his rookie year. Yeah, when he was averaging three yards a carry and he was dominant in in, in some way. Yeah, he had no line. For it's just gonna be. Is he's gonna get injured? Yep. Uh, that's and he's just he's gonna hate it. Yep. So I mean, pretty how how the Cowboys do this week? Cowboys won twenty four six. All right. Beat the, they beat the Lions, as they should have. Dak didn't look too bad. I mean, as he struggled at first, obviously he hasn't played since week one. I was gonna so say it was his first week back, right? It was his first week back. Um, first half was a little rough. Figured it out a little bit in the second half. Defense played well per usual. They had five turnovers. Um. Two inter- three interceptions, two or three interceptions, two fumble recoveries. Good win. Okay. They play the Bears this week. Shouldn't should get another win. So yeah, that's we'll that's good. Yeah, trending upwards. Yeah, say. yeah, that's good. And and Flo, how about your the New York Football Giants? Doing great. Were they six and one now? I think all the people who once said something about Daniel Jones finally realized that he's in a system that works for him. Danny Dimes, baby. He's in a co- he's with a coach that works for him. Finally got the offensive line healthy, and he's on a running back. So they're, uh, just, they're just chopping wood up there. Tough as nails. It's hard for me to say. It's hard for me not to say. I I think they might 
they're in contention for maybe the best coach team in the NFL just because of the lack of talent they have. Yeah, Dable's doing a great job. Dable's doing a great job. If you look at the wide receivers, their wide, wide receivers literally can't catch the football. I think they, they practice dropping them in practice. That's all they do during a game. But, uh, you know, what they're doing, really impressive. So, see yeah, what that's happens. good. You know, I see the people of New York obviously loving Brian Dable, sticking around, asking for his autograph. I've never seen yeah. never seen a coach getting asked for his autograph. While, smoking, while smoking a cigar. While, while smoking and a Jay's. cigar. In Jordan. Yeah, in Jordan, yeah. I mean, he's with the times. He's he's a man of the people. He's got to be the coach of the year. Oh, sure. easily. He's going to be the sure. coach of the year, and Saquon's going to be comeback player of the year. Um, you know, something that I predicted in the future, in the, in the you know, about eight weeks ago, but uh, yeah, leading all line a scrimmage yardage for uh, 99 yards. So, ah, he's gonna keep it up. They keep winning, tearing it up good. for sure. Yeah, now, uh, just one more, one more last little thing about the NFL. What do you guys think of Mike Evans being asked for autographs from officials? Report today said it wasn't an autograph, it was a phone number. Oh, because the official went to Texas A&M. And wanted to get his phone number because he knows a golf pro that was going to give Mike Evans golf lessons. That's what really? they came okay, out with that, today. Okay. That would make both sense went to A and M. The ref knows the golf pro, and Evans needed golf lessons. Huh. That, that Evans means, Evans also. I would say that's more of a spin zone there. I think it could have been an autograph. And I think Evans needs to stop being some butterfingers too because <laughs> dropped a wide open seventy five yard touchdown. Yes, he did. I also think your fantasy team. I mean, he only had, like, three points. So, yeah, I mean, that would have been a 15-point player. Oh, yeah, Lamar also underperformed for me. only had 11 this past week. I also think uh, staying along the line of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I hate to say it, but I think they're done. it, it might be time for Tom Brady to officially hang it up. <laughs> Him and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers yeah, struggling, Aaron, too. Aaron Rodgers having a tough go at it the this year. The decline of the, the veteran QBs. The thing, the thing is... Rodgers has no wide receivers. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I was going to go for. Yeah. They, Tom Brady's just old. Tom Brady is 45 years old. He's dust. He, he needs to... I mean, he, he's won seven Super Bowls. Greatest quarterback of all time. I think it's time for him to hang it up. I don't know why he wanted to do a farewell, farewell tour this year. And then he said earlier, earlier this week that... He has no retirement plans, which... Yeah, I mean, well, he has, doesn't have a wife, doesn't have kids anymore, yeah. apparently, so... Yeah. I yeah. think he plays till he's 50. I think he might just need traded away somewhere. I think he needs a little jump start from a new city. I think that's a real thing. He just needs to go to a team that plays really, really, really good defense. And he can just turn Manage around. the game. Turn around and hand the ball off. Yeah. It'd be a great place for him to settle. Maybe a reunion in New England could be... Oof. I mean, yeah, those quarterbacks don't look too hot. Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Give them, you put them in Denver. Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook. out of the league. <laughs> Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. A bad year. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Yeah, I don't know. What and his backup this whole time is, was better than him, possibly. You think after that performance on Sunday? Well, maybe that was the the that anomaly. Game was, that game was terrible. The Jets Broncos. <laughs> No, 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 I'm talking about... No, 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 not, not Brett Ripien. I'm talking about Geno Smith. Oh, like, oh, oh, you were talking about... When like he was, like in, he was when with he was Seattle, Seattle, yeah. His oh, backup yeah, was better than him. No, yeah, Geno Smith is having a year. They ain't right back. They ain't right back, yeah. The Seahawks are... What are they? They're the best they're, team they're, in the They're in the first NFC West. West, yeah. First in the NFC West right now. That's, yeah. At four and three. It'll be an interesting end of the, end of the season. If, if the trend continues. Yeah. With, I mean, obviously the Giants. The Niners have loaded up their, their, their but team. They're, but the, what are they? They're 4-3? and three? 
They're four and three. We have a goal There's in the Minnesota Montreal game. Two Brandon, to one wild. Brandon Duhame, hometown Montreal, family in, in the crowd and Hometown yeah. of Marc Andre Fleury, the wild goalie yes. as well. Yes. So wow. good goal by the wild. They're one three one to start the good start defense. The I mean, they got the puck. It's a terrible neutral zone turnover by the, uh, but, by the Habs. But they make a beating good, break, good break at the goal. Wow. Really good to see there. All right, move, things should move on to college football now. Yeah. Hate to, hate to start here, Brady, but Ole Miss and LSU. Yeah. They don't play good on the road. I think they were just due for one. They were 7-0 coming into the week, right? Is that, they is were 7-0, right? yeah. I think they were due for one, and it, you know, Notre, or LSU beat... Who last week? Florida. Florida. Florida? On yeah. Road. Let's talk about the college football playoffs. Okay. Well, let's before, let's recap before we real get quick, to that, and then we'll. Cause it's I think if we recap this past week, it'll transition to that. Just because of you see some some of the the way that some of the teams play who aren't going to make the the playoff, but they should. I'm not saying the playoff. I'm I'm. T- let's talk about college football in general from our group chats. Ah. Lead us, lead us. It's your idea. I, so I'm a Clemson fan, as we know. Um, this is not about Clemson. I'm a believer that there's an SEC narrative that is built in people's minds. And it's just, if we're going to be people of the present, I think we have to take it for what it is. Well, I think we need to ask, we should get three-year Letterman to weigh in, weigh in on this. Because he's, I think he certainly pushes the SEC narrative on Twitter, asking countries how many SEC championships they've won. Who are we talking about here? Do you not know who the three-year letterman is on Twitter? I know. I think about. I talked about Nick Flem. I know who the three-man letterman is. Three-year letterman is. Flem, do you know the three-year letterman? I'm not aware of him. Well, he has a he has a big Twitter presence, and he's very concerned with SEC football and youth football practices. It's a parody account, but a lot of a lot of blue check marks actually get caught up in everything, and he just tells them how worthless they are as human beings that they've never won an SEC championship. And that's why America's the greatest country on earth and the oldest country on earth. And that Jesus was an all-time American. So, huh. What I don't like with college football, I don't know what the hell you just said. <laughs> what I don't like with college football is, I hate that we have to talk about it, but they, they did lose. Ole Miss, Ole Miss loses this weekend. But they, they lost, what, 20, uh, 45-20? And yeah, they, were up, yeah. they were up 17-3, to so they got outscored 32-3. to And the talk today, at, you know, to finish the game... The talk this week isn't Ole Miss is bad. It's, is LSU good? Syracuse, who was ranked 14 in the country, and they were 6-0. and And I know I understand they're not a football school, and they've never have been. They're up 11 against Clemson on the road. DJ Uangale has played terrible, which I, I understand that has something to do with it. They lose by four, or whatever it was, six. And everybody goes, Clemson's bad, and so is Syracuse. My question is, why is that the narrative? Why isn't the narrative, huh, Ole Miss just might not be that good, which I don't think that's the case. Or it's, oh, they got beat by a bad LSU team. What makes, why is LSU now good and Syracuse isn't getting any credit? Wake Forest is 10 in the country, not getting any credit. So where is that disconnect? The disconnect here, I think, comes from a, a dual sport crossover where it's SEC football. I feel like, you know, maybe growing up a Maryland fan, it might have been when they were in the ACC, but it's, it's ACC basketball. I, I don't mean to switch gears too much no, here, but, but when you think of schools, like you said, like, like Wake Forest, like Syracuse, who you say aren't football schools and aren't getting the respect that they're due right now, you have to think about, like, you know, college basketball is 
not as big as college football, but it's pretty close to it. I don't, yeah, hear, I don't hear talk about SEC. It's, ba- I don't hear talk about SEC why is it, basketball. Why is that SEC basketball good? No, that's, Brady that's what I'm saying. A ton of good SEC basketball. I don't know, but I, I just feel like that's the general consensus on on these things. It's college football. It's the SEC and the Big Ten run it. And well, I don't think we can say the Big Ten runs it because they don't win. They haven't won national championships since they started, other than Ohio State. It's been Clemson and it's been the SEC. And, it's and the Pac-12 Ohio- doesn't get talked about. Wait, forget well, that. the Pac-12 is well, the worst of the Power Five. Yeah. Um, so let's just get that straight right now. <laughs> but I always hear it's the I always hear it's the ACC. I wouldn't say the ACC is the worst. Say, no. People and this is like maybe, said, this maybe is, like ten years ago. And this is not a Clemson thing. People hate Clemson because of their cupcake schedule. Well, what's cupcake about having the most ranked wins in the in the country so far, beating a fourteen and a ten? And that's this is not a Clemson argument. I just want to know why. Why are there narratives? Is it because most athletes come out of the SEC? Is it because they have the most powerhouses that can win national championships? Yes. But let's not forget, Tennessee lost to Chattanooga three years ago at home. Tennessee couldn't get out of their own leg. Got a new coach. Every program can change. Now they're in contention for a national championship. Rightfully so. Why can't Wake and Syracuse do the same thing? Why can't USC do the same thing in Pac-12? I'll, That's my question. I'll tell you why. It's because of this. That's all flown into college sports now. Let, is, the, re- let the record the show that Nick Fleming is rubbing his fingers together to, to emulate money. It's all about this. The NIL, the TV, spo- TV revenue deals. The SEC gets the 330. The biggest game in the SEC gets the 330 slot on mm-hmm. CBS every week. And usually they get the 12 o'clock noon game on ESPN as well. Yes. They have their own network affiliated with ESPN. So does the ACC. Mm-hmm. But... When you think of SEC football, you think of the big-time teams such as Alabama, LSU, Florida, who's not good this year, but you think of them because they've, they they've been a historic yeah, program. Yeah, same with, as well as Auburn. Auburn. You think of these teams, they've, all, they've been you know, very solid in the past, and they've brought in a lot of money for the NCAA in, the, in those regards. And my prediction, this is just my personal opinion, the SEC is going to break away from the NCAA within five to ten years, and they're going to make their own sort of league where you know athletes can basically get paid like a professional athlete in in It'd football. Be like essentially calling it yeah semi pro. But, but here's but Correct. here's my question because I and I understand Alabama how good they are. They win every every other year, if not every year, whatever it is. But when we're looking at this. Alabama almost lost to Texas. By, they won by one on the road, I get it, to a backup quarterback. They almost lost to A&M at home. They had their backup, but so did A&M. They gave up 52 points and lost to Tennessee. They might not – correct me if I'm wrong. Will they get to play for the SEC championship, or is Tennessee with Georgia? Tennessee's with Georgia. Okay. So they'll get, to play with, they'll get to play an SEC championship, and if they lose, they'll have two losses. And L, all this committee tries to – all the committee tries to do is put Alabama in. Where we do have teams like a USC, they, they lose a ranked game on the road to a two-point conversion with a minute left. Wake Forest is lost. It's to probably five – well, big scrub in the hockey game. Is 5-0. and oh, their, their, their one loss is by two points to Clemson in, in triple overtime. Cuses, they were one in by 11. Like why doesn't – why don't those teams get the same – I don't want to say recognition. And I understand that Bama would beat Wake Forest. I get that. But that's why I just think the playoffs should be expanded. Ten teams, five power conference guys get in, the other five at-large bids. Just because that's where it gets messed up. 
no matter who we, if we would know who would win head to head. I also think it gets looked into the, the, when you look at the team's schedules, I think people base it off that as well. Like comparing the ACC and the SEC, like for example, like I'm going to use Ole Miss as an example. They played LSU this past week. They played Texas A&M this week. Alabama, Arkansas, and then Mississippi State to end the year. But what makes LSU and Texas A&M good? It's just because of their. It's because of their history. Their, their but but no, but that's this year that, though. It's not but, their history. But I, I think LSU. I mean, LSU's good. They're, they're not bad. They're, they're an unranked team. They're no, they're, they're 18 now. They're good. They're 18, they're 18, they're, they're 18 now. They've been now. unranked, they, but... Yeah. A&M's not... A&M, A&M has used players to be ranked. Smoke people smoking yeah. pot. They kind of fell apart, but they were ranked at the beginning they of the year. They were. Arkansas was ranked in the top 10 at the beginning of the year. But now they're not. They got hurt. They were, but see, when it's Cam ACC... Newton Jr. got hurt. And I'm fine with that, but when it's the ACC, it's... They're not good. Well, why isn't... Wake is ranked 15 and, more, if not more, spots higher than an A&M. Why are we discrediting Wake Forest? That's my only thing. I, I know what A&M's been. I Johnny just think Manziel, like I, I just think the teams are like the team. Like I said the other day, the teams at the bottom of the ACC are way way weaker than the teams at the bottom of the SEC. I don't, but I don't but, know. But you can't you can't say that. Like you can't prove that obviously because they don't play. I each don't other. know if Duke would. I don't know what would happen in a Duke Vanderbilt game. I don't know what would happen in a Virginia Tech. You, yeah, Missouri we'll never game. know. But like I think we're just kind of taking it. Um, that they're in the SEC and they play these that's, tougher teams. That's my point, though. Yeah. It's, they play these tough – I get LSU and Joe Burrow was probably the greatest team ever. They're not that anymore. And that's what – that's why I want a bigger playoff. Just so, just, not, to, just to, Not so they can get in because I don't want a one killing a ten. But I just want I, – I, I just hate this narrative. Like, I just hate this – Wake Forest may never be good again. But they could have a, a number eight team in the country. But then they might fall off. LSU could be – 10 by the end. I mean, we knew Brian Kelly was going to get LSU to be good. But for the first four games, it was a crapshoot. So it's like, I, I get what you guys are saying. I mean, the history, yes. Yeah. And that's my point. It's like That's the, what everyone looks at. The history is there, but we're in 2022. I just think the committee, the playoff committee holds the SEC in a higher regard compared to... Just because of what they've done. Compared to the ACC, yeah. compared to the Big 12, compared to the Big 10, and compared to the Pac-12 because... You have Alabama's won the college football playoff, mm-hmm. I believe, twice. All, all twice the, or three times. No, they've, I think they've won it more than one. Yeah. They've won it like so five like or six times. Four or five, yeah. Pl- what, it's well, been, they've been, 2015 they've, it started. Ohio State Ohio and Clemson State, won. Yes. Uh, Georgia won one. So there's four. So they've won the others. Yeah. Two, three, yeah, four. Yeah, Auburn's won like – or not Auburn. Oh, yeah. Ohio State, Clemson, Clemson, Georgia. Oh, LSU too. Yeah, LSU, so, LSU, so I just feel like – they just they hold the SEC because they've won so many. Some teams have won so much. But if we go off a history, like yeah, the the history of the SEC has been great. But are we going to forget when Jameis Winston was at Florida State in twenty thirteen? Yeah, are we going to forget that Clemson's won ten plus games and and uh, you know ten years and two national championships? Like that's all. That's my thing. So it's just like I just want Wake Forest and Syracuse to get some respect, just a little bit. You know, I I do think those SEC teams are good. I think they could win head-to-head, but, you know, you haven't heard anything, and I don't think they're bad. Nobody said, oh, Ole Miss is a terrible team. But if an ACC, if Wake Forest were to lose by 40 this week, you would say, well, they win the ACC. They don't deserve to be here. And we know that's what would be said. Yeah. All right, on to the next topic. Didn't mean to take that. Just wanted to have a group discussion. No, no, you're you know, good. Was, what are you researching over there? It, just, it's, 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 it sucks that you have to win six games to make a bowl because you will we'll never get to see, like – 
a team like UVA or Virginia Tech. Well, Virginia Tech's always been pretty good. They've yeah, kind of sucked the last. Yeah. But like last year, going back to history, Big Ten Maryland. Maryland was a six and six team, five and or seven and five team. They played Virginia Tech in the bowl game and won by fifty. So like Big Ten bottom half versus yeah, ACC bottom right. half. So it's like that's one example you can yeah. you can give. But at the same time, it's like we'll never get to see a team like UVA play a team like Vanderbilt. No. Or a team like yeah. Missouri. Like, we'll never see that because they both – they can't win in their conference. And I, I think the last thing that I hate about the SEC is that they always – there's always a one-loss SEC team because it's Georgia, Bama, and now I guess it's, the it's Tennessee. It's the SEC team. It's, yeah. it's just so – I, I feel like the SEC is just so top-heavy. That's my other thing is, is Clemson, ACC, is the only conference with no – Second national champion that can that can run the table. Correct. Michigan, Ohio State, if they yeah. can run the table, but that's the thing is that Michigan and Ohio State can't. Michigan, Ohio State don't win big games. Other than twenty fifteen when it was Zeke and uh, number seven, not Dwayne Haskins, it was the other guy who won the championship. Their third starter. Oh, Cardell Jones. Cardell Jones. Jones. It's like yeah. they don't win the big game. Like they don't. But that's why I just want to see an expanded playoff. But I'm, I'm a fan of an eight-team playoff. I like my, my personal what it, opinion. What is it going to be? They're they're, they're, they said they're going to expand it to 12 by like 2025. That. I like eight because you get the five Power Five champs, and then you get the top three group of five teams ranked that get the invite. Or you get other at-large bids. Yeah. If you're a one-loss team and you lose in your conference championship, you should be in. In my opinion. If you're one loss, it's a conversation. Yeah, but if you look... Like, the year that Penn State didn't make it, they won their championship, and they put in Bama, who didn't even play in it. Like, that's my question. Would Bama be Penn State? Probably. But then what is Penn State playing for? You play to win the Big Ten championship, the whatever championship. you got to put some value on that. So... Because well, if, if you don't put value, you leave it to a narrative. With the Big Ten, though, you have the opportunity. So, this year, more than likely... Ohio State's going to be in the college football playoff, so the highest-ranked Big Ten team, besides the one going to the playoff, is going to play in the Rose Bowl, which is, you know, that's a pretty good experience, I feel like. But, but it's once, again, it, it, once again, it's yeah. not you're not playing for really anything. You're just playing to play in a bowl game. It also hurts that the best two teams in the Big Ten are on the same side. Ooh, good point. Mich- well. Michigan and Ohio State. That is, that is See, another good point. That's why I don't like the, – the, like, I get the conference, like, the, mm-hmm. the two sides – but I feel like at the end, of the, when it comes to the championship, it should be the best two teams in the conference. Yeah, one, two in the conference. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah, because it's always like an Iowa. Or... That's what I'm saying. Like, and they always it, yeah. It's just the it's the Big Ten East and the Big like, Ten make West. Make it make it a better competition in the, right. in the championship game. Yeah, yeah. You have you have Michigan, Ohio State. Is, is Clemson and Wake on the same side? Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah, see, like they're the best two teams That's in the I, ACC. So like, yeah, yeah. Michigan. Wake would they would have to even if Clemson loses, they would still have that. Yeah. Michigan and Ohio State are one and two currently in the Big Ten East with the same conference record and overall record. And then on the Big Ten West, it's Illinois, Purdue, and Nebraska, the top three. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, like, Ohio State or Michigan is going to play Illinois. Like, come on. But That's not even going to be competitive. I do think exactly. the Pac 12 and the Big Ten have the most, and the Big 12 have the most to prove because they can't win a big, like, well, the Big they Twelve, big game. the Big Twelve, they don't play is defense. Horrible. The Pac Twelve is even worse. But, but even yeah. when Oklahoma Pac-12 was in it, they would seems get, like they the worst in the summer like, this year. Yeah. 
Pac-12. I just think those those conferences have the most improved. The SEC and Clemson have they don't really need to do anything else. Like Clemson's won there too. The SEC's in it every year. Clemson has hasn't won it. The SEC has. So uh, that's why we'll see where it goes. Mm. It's good. Good group discussion. Postseason baseball a little bit before we get to that. Back on the NCAA football, one of the greatest times of the year. Oh, yeah. Action we skipped yeah. right over it. begins yeah, next week. Next Tuesday. Every Tuesday and Wednesday for the remainder of the season. There'll be MAC games. That is the Mid-Atlantic Conference. Not to be confused with the Metro Atlantic <laughs> Athletic Conference. The real MAC. Yeah, the real, the real MAC is matching. We are not matching. Let's get that straight. So, yeah, that's just, just something to look forward is, to. Is the, is the first game Kent State? The first game... Give me Toledo. We have... Ball State at Kent State. Kent State. 7 p.m. next Tuesday night. And then at 7.30, Buffalo and Ohio. Did Julian Edelman go to Kent State? He did. He played, did. Quarterback. played quarterback. Shout out to... Uh, James Harrison. James Harrison, former Sioux. Shout uh-huh. out to uh, Colin Schley, Kent State starting quarterback. One of good buddies of mine. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's, he's, he's going to be starting, starting us off with Maction. Uh, they're, they're the Golden Flash, correct? Golden Flashes. Golden flash. Let's go with the Golden, go golden Flashes. Absolutely. Of course. But um, Flo, you wanna you wanna run us through the Yankees' poor postseason performance there in the in the ALCS? Yeah, it was a tough pill to swallow, but I mean, I think we all kind of knew it was coming. They were historically the greatest team ever to start the year. We knew they'd come down, come back down to earth. Uh, they're a poorly constructed roster. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Uh, and they're like all the talk is has been the last few days. They fill seats. They win a hundred games a year. And they watch the World Series on their couch like the rest of us. But that doesn't matter because they're making money. So until they decide they actually want to win, they're going to be they're, – they're head over heels – that's not the right terminology – behind, I guess, head over heels behind the Houston Astros. Um, they're behind the Dodgers, and, and it's, it's what it's, it's expected. But it's the biggest market in the world. You're going to get people to fill the seats, but maybe, maybe sometime the Yankee fans will revolt. So it's not surprising, but it's what it is. Yeah. No, I mean, I'd have to agree with you. It was tough to see. I saw like all the postseason batting averages and stuff like that. And I think it was going into like game three, game four of the the ALCS. Their their leader was IKF at it, what like two sixty. Yeah, it, it's not even the the postseason batting averages. Like, judge them produce, and I know you're only you're <laughs> only remembered for October. He hit sixty two home runs this year. He's probably emotionally, mentally drained. I mean, that's a full season. Played pretty of, much every game. Every day, yeah. yeah. Played the last fifty eight straight games. I mean, all the media, camera, you're chasing a record. That hasn't been broken in 61 years. So I get him. Stanton was fine. The issues with the Yankees is they traded for Josh Donaldson. <laughs> when you look at Donaldson's number, he was top 10 third baseman in everything. Obviously, throughout the year, didn't pan out. The Yankees are too stubborn to admit they were wrong. 90 games in, 130 games in, admit you're wrong. Bring up your, your, bring up your young guys. But the fact they throw in Oswaldo Cabrera... You know, who goes two for 28 in the postseason. He has 50 MLB games under his belt. He's facing the Houston Astros pitching staff. I mean, it's not fair. The fact they had five different starting shortstops in the playoffs. Five different starting shortstops in the ALCS. Mm-hmm. And that's, your, that's your biggest position, and you can't do that. So, it's not surprising. I have to agree with you. I'm happy to see the Phillies go. I think, yeah. I think that's something that's, that's exciting, obviously, for, for that area. Obviously, Philly sports fans are pretty notorious for... Enjoying their team's success, so good, good for the city. I guess it's nice for a change for it not to be the Dodgers or you know the Padres with as much press as they get. 
I don't think they get that much though. Yeah, they don't. Nah, get as much. I think after they, they get over, they get they get kind of. They do. The Dodgers kind of over. They do, but after after the trade deadline, when they signed on, when they signed Juan Soto, uh, when they yeah. signed who Josh Bell went out there, when they signed um, Josh Hader, when they got all those guys, it was like San Diego. I felt like they as it was the only team. Yeah, as it should. Yeah, I mean, when you get those big names, it's gonna increase your. Your know. market, but at the like, same I, time, it's, I think it's San nice. Diego's really not that big of a. It's not a. It's not a large market team like no. like L A is. The San but. Diego Padres have a very similar payroll to the Pittsburgh Pirates, who have they do the third lowest payroll in all of baseball. Just thought I'd throw that in there. But it's it's nice to see. I guess for lack of a better word, like the little guy make it the Phillies because they don't have. I mean, I mean, they have Kyle Schwarber. They have, they have some big names. Bryce Harper. Harper. They have the big names. I wouldn't call the Phillies the but little I feel guy. Like, but they have some big names. They, they okay, have some Harper, Castellanos, Segura, Remuto, Remuto Wheeler. They Wheeler, just haven't Nola. been. But they they haven't, just haven't been good. Exactly. That's what I, I guess that's what I mean by that. Segura. Because every, the press, everybody gets so caught up with the Mets and the Braves were supposed to be the front runner, front runners on the you know the the well, National League side. It's and, the Mets because of New York, correct? And Atlanta because won the World Series and one of the best. Organizations run, so it's nice to see. It's nice to see some fresh blood thrown into the World Series. Sure. I guess I wouldn't. Is all I'm I wouldn't call the Astros a dynasty because they haven't. They've only won one, and that one is. I'm sorry, tainted from cheating. Whether they did it or there's, not, there's an Astros there's, guy. I, they're really good, but I mean, you, when you cheat, you let people assume stuff. So that one will always be looked at. But here's the thing: they lost their manager. They went through a huge cheating scandal. They lost their manager. They lost their GM. They lost Carlos Correa. They lost George Springer. They lost a bunch of pitching. And they, Didn't they, matter. And they, they just continue to go. Didn't matter. They're such a well-run organization. Um, it's crazy to see, and kudos to them. They're, they do was it the it, right way. Was it five straight ALCS appearances? Five, five or six, yeah. So, like you said, dynasty, I think you have to win it. I don't think getting there is a dynasty. I think that shows you're a juggernaut. But, um, People don't remember who finishes second. It does. It they does, don't remember. It does help, though, that... Excluding the Mariners from this year and a little bit of last year, they do play in probably the worst yeah. division in all of baseball. So they win a hundred games a year, but they're still they show up in the postseason. Yeah, it's a cakewalk for them throughout the year. I mean, you play the A's, the Angels, the Rangers, and other than this year, the Mariners, who have never really been good. Yeah, so those are four teams that are Which, pretty bad. I was I was talking about, so you, you know you bring up a good point there about playing. It's easy to win, steal a hundred games if you're yeah. A I mean, plus you play, team you play each team it, twenty times. I mean, you're going to beat those four exactly. four teams probably fourteen to fifteen times a year. Exactly. And I was talking to Flo about this the other day. It brings me to want to you know talk about like conference and division realignment within Major League Baseball, and I think that because you know you look at. The Phillies, who won what, like eighty-seven or eighty-eight games this year, I think they were yeah, eighty-seven and seventy-five. And then yeah. Baltimore, who was what would Baltimore finish at, like eighty? They were above five hundred, so eighty-two, four and eighty. 80. No, eighty-two and eighty, eighty-three and seventy-nine, something like that. So essentially, you have the Phillies winning four or five more games than the Orioles. And the Orioles don't even get a crack at the postseason. You got the Phillies in, what, in the World Series. They came fourth place in their own division. It's that's like. That bothers me. And that goes back to it's similar to what you said with the SEC narrative with, you know, school, schools like Wake Forest, like Clemson, who don't get bids and they're good teams. You know, Clemson historically is a good football team, but Wake this year. And they're not going to get the bid that they deserve just because they don't play in the, the narrative conference, as you put it. The Orioles don't play in, in a well, division where they can 
they are a competitive team, but where they can, can where they can actually win games and be you take that record and put it elsewhere. They're they're a wild, easy easy you know first place team or competitive for a first place team at least. And I think the record's a lot better if you put them in the AL Central or the AL West. Yeah. Obviously, I think next year will be different because they they're getting rid of the so you play each division opponent nineteen times. Next year you play every team in the MLB. Correct. You don't play your division teams as much. You play you play at least one series with every MLB every team. other MLB team. So I think the records next year, the better teams, will be a lot better than what they are now. Like teams that like the Orioles, like those teams that are on the on like the wild card, like that lurk around the wild card spot all year long. I think those teams will have way better records than what they had this year because of they're playing worse teams. Throughout the year, they're not playing the Yankees, the Blue Jays, and the Rays twenty times each. That's sixty games. That's a third of their that schedule. They, that they might only win twenty five. Like games what was it? The lucky. Orioles beat the Yankees what two years ago? Once? No, last year I think it was the Red Sox went nineteen and oh, we got two years ago eighteen the, the, and one. And the Rays went like Rays, seventeen and yeah, two. And the Yankees, yeah, the Yankees were six and eleven. But yeah, the year before the Yankees were like seventeen and two. So like when you you win like four games against those four other teams, you're not gonna be good. So it'll be nice to play the rest of them. will be where you play the teams that have been bad historically. Yeah. I mean, going into the offseason with the Orioles and stuff like that, look for them to make some large moves. I look for Michael Elias to keep pushing, pushing the team forward, big signings and stuff like that. It's always nice to hear the, the show hate of Baltimore rumors, but it won't happen. No but I did see – I can't find – They're saying it. Carlos Rodon. I heard Rodon. Um – they're saying Correa too, but I don't know because that was a lot. That's Elias drafted him when he was with the Astros. I don't know. I don't really like that though. But I will say the Orioles do need a big bat in the middle of the lineup. I'm trying to find. I might not be able to find this, but I saw a tweet. Um, I saw a really interesting tweet, and it was about. It was a. It was about like the Orioles and the ideal payroll. If they could like bump the payroll like one thirty five ish or something like that, and who they would trade for, like they talked about trading away like Austin Hayes. It was just like some fan account, was, like Austin Hayes, uh, and then like three other guys for like um, might be might have been Rodone, Carlos Rodone. I think they're gonna and have to they, trade try some to, outfielders. Try to bring in like I saw him give like Trey Turner like ninety million dollars. Yeah, something I don't like know that. about Trey Turner. But I'm just saying like it's. Baltimore people, I feel like a lot of players, especially free agents, would be more than willing to come to Baltimore with the big turnaround they have this year. You have some of the best young prospects in baseball, and I think, like you said, Michael Isaac, much more willing now to spend a lot more money on guys. Yeah, I mean, and so they I feel should. like it, this it could be a very lucrative place for a lot of these bigger names to land or want to come to for a little bit. I so mean, yeah, I hope I hope they get they need some more. They need obviously they need. Like you said, they need a bigger bat in the middle of the lineup. They I need a bigger bat. It'd be nice lineup. to have a little bit more depth in the bullpen. They need maybe a couple like more, one or two yeah. staple guys in the bullpen. And they need they need um, I think a, sh- a shortstop. They would be key for a, year, for a year or two. For a year or two. Yeah, and they need they need a starting pitcher. They need one ace. They need an ace. With John, I mean John Means will come back next year, but he's not really an ace. John Means. Maybe Grayson Rodriguez comes up, but like I said, he won't be an ace. No. Um, Dio Hall is not a starting pitcher. No. To the bullpen he goes, but Grayson Rodriguez, John Means is back. Obviously, I think um, Tyler Wells and uh, Bradish. I think Bradish and 
they need one more guy. Which Rodon or someone else. Baltimore could be a good landing spot for a starting pitcher, maybe to revitalize his career because it's become more of a pitcher's friendly ballpark. Oh, as of, yeah, as of late. Point. What What do you think the Pirates? Are, Pirates. What are the Pirates going to be doing this offseason? If I'm just hanging out, not really Drake, doing getting rid of everyone. Too much. Of anything. Uh, getting some prospects. Well. They're going to make the biggest signing of free agency by signing Aaron Judge. <laughs> um, uh, no. Real quick, real quick. just because Is he going back to New York or no? It's Aaron Judge knows what he's worth. And if the Yankees are going to give him what he's worth, I think he will be back. But, sorry, Flem, I'll let you speak in one second. The San Francisco Giants came out where he's from. San Francisco Giants came out today and said, we will not be outbid. So, if the San Francisco Giants throw $400 million at him for 10 years, which a lot of people are thinking like 270 for six, it's 40, 44 AAV. Uh, like, why would you not go for $400 million for 10 years? Are the Yankees willing to do that? And the thing is, if, if anybody gives him a 10-year deal, I, do, I don't mind letting him walk. The Yankees have been... Notorious for having wasted money. For Judge is not worth $40 million at the age of 40 years old. 49, or 39. He's already 30 years old this year. Six years of $45 million, yes. But 10 years of 40, I don't see it. So I don't know. But he knows what he's worth annually each year. So if the Yankees can match that number, depending on years, I think they can do that. Who knows? He's not going to the Red Sox. I don't know why people think that's happening. But <laughs> go on, Clem, with your your crazy prediction. No, no, no. So obviously that was that's not going to happen. Um, but I mean, obviously, I think the Pirates are going to more than likely do nothing. Uh, maybe sign a washed up thirty five year old veteran or trade away Brian Reynolds to the Yankees for. Jason Dominguez and probably Anthony Volpe. I don't know. Just just throwing that out there. I've seen rumors. Those two about guys are not going for Brian Reynolds. Just let you know. I, I, no, no, no. I'm just saying. I've seen Those that. Are some untouchables. I've seen that out there, but you know the Pirates more than likely will stick with what they have and lose over 100 games again. But you know you can't do much when this the president they have is you know not invested in the team. But I mean. Pittsburgh's not a baseball town. It never really has been. Have won five World Series, but haven't won one since 1979. <laughs> Made the playoffs in 13, 14, and 15. It was pretty cool, but, I mean, ever since, it's just been get a, get get your talented guys and trade them away. So. Be interesting. Be interesting. But, but honestly, I going back to what you said about Judge, I think he's going to want... 35 to 40 million a year. Easily. That's what I feel like he's worth that he's right worth, now. He's right now. Would he, would he take four years? Three years? I don't think, so. I don't think he would. Because somebody will throw at him. Somebody will give ten him years, eight six years. to ten for that. I much think he money. wants that security. Eight, oh, eight easily. To ten. Easily. With his body. He's, a, he's definitely a, like in between that ballpark of 35 to 40 some odd million dollars a year right now. Yes, he's a plus defender. And that's what that's what he's going to end up asking for. Now, I don't know if the Yankees are going to be willing to 
pay him. I, I I would think they would, but you know, if San Francisco or the Dodgers or shoot if the Yankees bring back uh, Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman and don't bring back Judge, they will lose. 85% of their fan base. I saw today that they are planning on they are reinstating Boone correct. and Cashman. So. Correct. So that's, that's – fans are already pissed off. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I'd love for them to get Rizzo back. I'd love for them to sign Judge. I mean, obviously my heart says go get Trey Turner, but that's not going to happen. But once again, Carlos Rodon's a name mentioned in New York. And he's going to be a big sought-out lefty. So we'll see. It's a big, long off season, but – I will not be watching the World Series, I can tell you that. So. <laughs> Fair enough. On to some more pressing matters. My lips are getting chapped. Would you say Chapstick's back? I would say Chapstick is back. Chapstick is so back, in fact, that I transferred a new tube of it, I guess, for lack of a better word, to the baseball bag. I will have Chapstick wow. at the field every day now. Something I've never done in the past before. But I just can't deal with it anymore. I noticed that, like, two, honestly, it was this morning on the way to lift. I smile, you know, like when you like smile or yeah, cough or something, feel and it. you just feel your lips just like it feels like you just breaking glass and you just like shred. Yep, it happened to me, and I thought, okay, it's it's time to it's time to start getting active with the chapstick again. That's that's a good. I like that. Yeah, I was really thinking about that hard today too. It's like it's cold, but it's not cold. The breeze is cold now. Is what it's like it is. fifty to sixty degrees, but it's like humid. I just don't like it. Today yeah, was weird. today was humid. Today, well, was today was it was an overcast day, a little, a little bit of fog mist. and a little mist that was probably making it feel a little bit cooler than than yeah. what it was actually. I would. Uh, I I shave my face too. Anytime I shave my face, my lips get chapped. Cold. It's cold. I do tend to lick my lips a lot, and the mustache kind of helps protect them, especially the upper lip. And, you know, now that I'm mustacheless, it's, you know, it's, it's my lips versus the world, really. Yeah. So, that's, that would, uh, that's, that's my who's back. Do you, does any, anybody else have a, have a who's back? I know this just kind of got sprung, but I don't know. That's usually the way this show works. We just kind of. Kind of bounce around. Talk about sports and then move on to whatever hits the mind. Flow. Oil changes are back for you, it seems like. Well, I guess so. I guess that's what that light says on the car, so. Oil changes. Back. Male loneliness. Back. Oh, depression. We had, we had a big conversation about that today. Depression is back. I don't think I told a teammate, Aiden Tierney, today while doing outfield drills. I said, I loved, I loved days like this because it was nice. It was like... Overcast, cloudy, low sky, low mist sky. in the air. I told him I love days like this. He goes, "Yeah, it's depressing." I was like, "Yeah, I'm always depressed." Yeah, really. No, I, I think uh, you guys make a good point. Loneliness is getting ready to set in for the holiday season. Yeah. Halloween Halloween. costumes. Hold on, just because it Halloween this weekend. Correct. Halloween, I feel like, is the final day of of spring training for cuffing season, for lack of a better word. It's the last. It's the last once November one hits. You're going to see a lot of relationships start to form. You're going to see a lot of a lot of exclusivity start to appear. I agree. And I think so. I, Halloween. We have about four days left to figure something out. Halloween. I mean, Halloween night is a make or break for some relationships that's out there. A great yeah. way to put it. Are you going to go as a sunflower, or are you going to go as a nurse who's not wearing clothes? 
<laughs> I mean, it's a very I mean, simple. There's, no there's only really, th- there's really question. not. There's it's you're either on the conservative and yeah. modest end of the spectrum, or you're on the letting it all hang out. Life's life's Literally short end end of the spectrum. I have no respect for my other half. I'd be I'd be annoyed. And then Halloween's also a big night for couples, as you said, make or break. Where maybe the girl wants to go as something together, and the guy doesn't, and. That puts them on the rocks and they don't she see wants it. Wants to be ketchup and mustard, and I'm trying to be relish. <laughs> <laughs> it's simple. Yeah, but now I'm gonna have to go on Instagram in about a month and a half and see Christmas cookies being made. Oh, it's I hate that. Houses. That's like, the worst. That makes me feel like a real, real son of it a. It makes gun. me feel makes me feel worthless. Until I realize that I just saved 150 dollars on a girl that's probably gonna break my heart anyway. So okay, what's worse? What's worse? Seeing the constant. Would you rather? Is it? Is seeing the combination of the making Christmas cookies and then like two days later the gingerbread house that's Instagram story combination worse than the matching PJ pictures which which is worse I want to say the matching PJ pictures for me makes me feel like less of a human being that I haven't found somebody yet I don't I mean that makes me feel more worthless I I don't really mind any both of them I just hate our society because they're like, let's make a gingerbread house so we can post it on Instagram. Yeah, it's not like not so, I can love, the, not so we yeah. can have a good time and, and bond together. Yeah. It's so we can show everyone else. I mean, I said it I in hate our life. I said it in the exclusive DC Links group chat today. I mean, that's exclusive. So if that's got a key and a lock on it, you ain't ever finding a key. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna yeah. be the fun uncle. I don't think I'm ever gonna find love. So I think I'm gonna be the fun uncle. For all my friends as kids. Just to piggyback off of you there for You might be with me. I think I'm going to be with you. And, you know, we talked about this today. I think we're both going to be fun. Hold on. The TV is showing an exclusive hat, and I have that hat. You do have the big rig hat. (laughs) Keep it going. I think that I'm going to be the fun uncle because trial and error is my what what I fail at. And you're on the other end of the spectrum. It's hard for you to find some trial and error. Yeah. But we're going to end up in the same situation regardless of how we get there. It's like you taking the left and I take the right and the fork in the road and somehow it's a loop. So, you know, (laughs) that's roundabout. Brady, where do you stand on all this stuff? How are you doing with things? Are you? I got nothing. You got nothing. I got nothing. We're all going to be fun uncles. We all might just live together. Ryan Fisher and Malibu Barbie's child. I, I wouldn't mind living together. That's the thing. I mean... We should all we should buy. A I mean, to else. to think about it, the the members in the DC Links exclusive chat, there's only one one of the members. Two, two. Oh, two, two. two. Correct. I would say two. Two of the members are pretty much white. Say more than four year relationships or more, right? Yeah, but they know they know their place. That's why they're in the links. I think Flem is a really good candidate for the links, but we're gonna have to know you for at least another year and a half, maybe yeah. two years. We're gonna have to find our initiation. But you're on the right path. You're on the right path. Once again, has a girlfriend, m- multiple years, but you know you do you do stuff with the guys, and that's what we look for in the BC links. So your gingerbread house, we understand, will be genuine. Where Joe Schmo on Instagram is not. Where saw he, cheating him, him, yeah, him and his girlfriend <laughs> cheat on each other every other day, but they wear matching PJs and post it on TikTok. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just I mean, what is going on? Oh, yeah. To be clear. I hate making gingerbread houses, <laughs> and, that's and why you're I do not candidate. wear. I make them by myself, so it's alright. I do not wear pajamas, period. <laughs> right. Let alone matching pajamas. <laughs> maybe, maybe early admission for this guy. Yeah, no, I think definitely. That's why you're number one on the list. But you know, you know what's back? Time. What's back? Pajama sets with the bedtime cap. Oh. The nightcap. <laughs> the nightcap. <laughs> 
The like, Santa hat with the little. Did they wear in Harry Potter? Santa. Like they wear in uh It's similar to a Santa hat. What's that? What's that movie? The Polar Express. Oh yeah. What, like or the, maybe if, if you've ever read the Night the Before boy, Christmas. The boy the in the pajamas. No. Oh look. <laughs> Not that. I mean, that was a pajamas set. I think. Have you so, ever seen that hold movie? Hold on. Peel? I have seen that movie. Very sad Crazy. movie. Ter- Crazy terrible movie. movie. I, not not terrible. Just very good ter- movie, terribly sad. Movie. I I've been thinking about again. This is what this is maybe why I struggle to to meet people or whatever is that. I'm a little, I'm a little well, too old for my age. You don't struggle to meet people. You're too old for your age. What does that mean? Make, I was just thinking about getting... Keep oh, them. I, I got to make sure that the girl I'm talking to deserves what I give her. She has I, to deserve it. Now, I haven't seen a lot of people deserve it. Yes, that's is, why it doesn't is, work out. If, if I'm going to find a, a woman... Emmitsburg's not the place. She has to be friends with... You yeah, guys. really. I think when you, and I think she has to be able to have fun. And you tried to hurt the DC lanes by bringing in a woman who did not like us. And you know what? And it's done now. And I, I, I said I thought about that. And like took I need care of it. And I think I, I need a woman to have a great relationship with you guys. If you, if you date one, laugh, of us, you date have fun, right? go out, yeah, have a good time. If you date one, not, of us, not you date the one, one that says no. We're not going to go. No, out I cannot. I will. I will be single for the rest of my life before I choose a girl who goes. I'm not going out with your friends. I'll say, kid, good. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. I don't. I don't hear girls say, "I don't want to hang out with Flo." Like, come on. Yeah, I do. So you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you don't. Wanna, you don't want to go watch hockey with Flo? Let's go. Come on. Mm. Oh, okay. You're going home. Don't you don't want to. All right. See you later. It's very simple. It's a very simple concept. So just. It, it, you're time. right. You're right. And I, you know, I learned that, and I'm starting to exercise that that idea now. But I've been thinking about getting a matching pajama set just for myself, or the the top matches the bottoms, not matching to someone else. And then having my initials monogrammed on the left sleeve, as like a, like the girl's silk silk. Have you ever seen? Have you similar satin, a cheaper material? I can't afford silk right now as I'm a college student. But have you ever seen Brooklyn Nine Nine? I've heard something that Raymond Holt might wear. Okay, he's for the record. He is homosexual. I am not homosexual, but so, I can respect his taste in pajamas. Okay. I wear nothing to bed. I can't wear pajamas. I don't either. I, I, I mean, not clothes. to wear to bed. I don't wear it to bed, but it'd be nice to sit around the house and eat one evening, maybe light a candle, have a nice glass of wine, watch the news, unwind, and then take the pajamas off. And the get only in bed. time I wore matching pajamas was this past Christmas Hell. with Bob Woods. Wow. Coach of the Wild. <laughs> All nine of us were matching pajamas for Christmas. Morning. Did a hell of a job coaching the PK tonight. Yeah, I believe we have a shootout right now. Uh, a, 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 a penalty shot? Yep. I believe we do. Oh, yep. That's going to be a penalty shot every time. Uh, but that's the last that. time I wore. That's, that's the last time I wore uh, matching pajamas. First time and the last time. Huh. My mother does make me wear pajamas for Christmas. Christmas. Not I matching. Put... I had I had a pair of Grinch, so, Grinch pajama pants. I usually do a Grinch T-shirt and then the the red and black like buffalo plaid pajama pants for the Christmas morning pictures in front of the gifts. Let's see what he's going to do here. Oh, oh good, good save on the flower. Good job, I, ha- I usually wear a shirt that says ho, ho, ho. Oh, love that. Love that. And then, and then uh, some Grinch pajamas, pants. Good. That was one terrible move by Mike Hoffman. <laughs> Absolutely did nothing. States left here, stops, tries to go five. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what he was doing. He shot in the, the left block. He almost got it through, though. Did, is he trying to go five hole? <laughs> Might have been. It wasn't that good of a move. I think he just confused himself there and just had to throw it at the net. I mean, Maybe. Either way, good save by, by Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah, there's Bob Woods. Bob Woods getting some TV time as we as we speak. Shout out, Bob. And friend, Bob. friend, friend of the show. 
Yeah, friend, friend of the show. Friend of a, he's a friend of a, a guest on the show. So basically, he's a friend of the show. Yeah. By the transitive property. He's relation. He's yeah. got blood on the show, so. Yeah. Um, hmm. What else should we talk about? I mean, there's only what? Five I got, left? I got one, yeah, just one, one quick thing about. Closing remarks. What's, closing remarks. Who's back? What's back? Early sunsets. Late sunrises. Oh, wow. No daylight savings this year. That's no, why. I think there is. No, I think, no. I think this is the last year of it. I think this is the last well, year. I, I, when I, as I understood the... There's no daylight con- savings? As I understood no, the, con- they got rid of the congressional bill that got passed last year. It was last year was it. Oh, I thought, I thought, it, back I thought it didn't go in effect until 2023. Oh, you may be right. I could be wrong. I but that's, that, I, when I heard about it, I, I assumed it was finished last year when they passed the bill. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. I have a fact. Which are, which, horses, hold on. Which flows fact? Horses and cows can both sleep while standing up. Do you know how that occurs? Don't really care. The stay apparatus. But they can only dream while laying down. And did you talk to the horses and the cows about their dreams? I did not. I don't know. Maybe they're dreaming about hay. But a honeybee has to flap his wing 230 times each second to fly. Wow. And if you ever get in trouble... A koala bear has the same fingerprints as a human. Well, you talked you talk about that. Did Please I? don't repeat Flo's facts. Well, you're maybe talking create about a spreadsheet. transaction and property, and you got my head all messed up. <laughs> maybe maybe you create a spreadsheet of Flo's facts, and we can just cross them off as we go. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot. There's I mean, I infinite could, facts, really. I mean, I could I could keep, you know... Rattle off a couple off. more here. Come on. At birth, a panda... It's smaller than a mouse. It only weighs four ounces. Ooh, so fun fact. Did you know that China actually owns every panda bear in the world? Every panda that you see somewhere around the world is on lease from the Chinese government. I so I, th- I think that was actually really cool. And when a panda is born in like a zoo or something, like say in the United States, it actually has to be shipped back to China so that China can do what they need with it. And then they return it. You know how we were talking about the space last, last week in the ocean? If you drill a hole through Argentina... You will end up in China. I actually... I don't, you don't know if that's true or not. I don't want to hear some bullshit that's going to come out of your mouth. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, I, it's a spear. Where else are you going to go? True. But, <laughs> hmm. Unless you draw yourself off of Earth. So. Either way, you told me to riddle all facts. And I, yeah, you're right. You're I, have a, facts. I have a Flems fact before, Ooh, we close the, fact. before we close the show here. The world's deadliest animal isn't a shark, bear, or a tiger. Something far smaller, the mosquito. According to the WHO, 725,000 people are killed each year from malaria. mosquito-borne diseases such as malaria, dang fever, and yellow fever. Oh, I know something about the dang fever. But the World Health Organization, they're all fraudulent. They so are. I so, I don't, so I don't know how, I don't know how I don't true know. that might be. But the WHO how. and the CDC uh, and the rest of the three New York reinstated people. are all full of shit. New York reinstated people. Yeah, shout out to the New York Supreme yep. Court for handling yep. that like it should have been handled. Brady, get us out of here.